What's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at Matt Shalava. And this podcast is about reselling and kind of my journey through reselling, and it's been pretty good so far. I've been doing an episode every day for the past eight or nine days, and it's been a, it's been a good time. I've been really enjoying it. Um, so let's just kind of get into it. So today's been pretty decent. Um, like most days recently, I've been doing pretty well on eBay. Um, hasn't been too much craziness going on. Haven't found really any any items that have been out of the ordinary that I've been looking to source or anything like that. Um, you know, eBay's still been my bread and butter and haven't really had too much going on outside of that. Um, you know, everybody shut down due to the coronavirus, so outside of running to the grocery store here and there and going to my regular day job there hasn't been too much going on uh, that I can kind of elaborate or talk about because it's just been pretty pretty much the same every day so I did a podcast on this topic the other day the one that I want to talk about today and then something happened where my mic cut out and I didn't get to to talk about it on um on my mic and it kind of the podcast didn't turn out right so I want to take some time to talk about it today and kind of get you uh, hopefully ready to sell on Poshmark so my topic today is Poshmark and it does really well for a lot of people and it's a platform that focuses primarily on clothing so if you haven't heard of Poshmark it started out I'm pretty sure as a women's only clothing store online and it's a lot like eBay and Mercari where there's just people selling their own clothing, whether it be new or used, but they're individual sellers. And they're selling their own clothing on there. You can go on and buy it. And it's, it's very much, uh, you know, taken over the clothing market online. eBay still does really well. Mercari still does decent. But Poshmark, if you think of clothing, you want to sell it online, Poshmark is pretty much the go-to place if you want to do clothing at scale or you want that to be the primary thing you're selling for your business. And and that's not to say that eBay doesn't work for it, but Poshmark, you just think of clothing when you think of Poshmark. Um, but since they've started, they've expanded into men's clothing and children's clothing and home goods and a bunch of other things on there. So they're not just tying you down to only women's clothing anymore like it had been before. So... Poshmark is a very unique platform. Like I said, it's it's similar to eBay and Mercari in some ways where you're listing your own items and things like that, but that's kind of where the similarities stop. Um, it, it's very much a social platform and it's pretty much, uh, it's pretty geared towards people who are millennials and people who enjoy social media a good bit. Uh, it has things like followers and watchers, which eBay and Mercari have, but it's different where your watchers are likers and you can make an offer to your likers and you want people to follow you and you want to follow people and your sales will be increased based on how many followers you have because that's how many people you can reach with your item. So that's just something that's a little bit different. It's become more of a social media type of atmosphere where it feels like that and I'm pretty sure that some of the bigger 
sellers on Poshmark can now do things like stories where they feature different articles of clothing and they talk about them and stuff like that and kind of help you get to know the seller, which is kind of cool if you think about it. I mean, oftentimes we go online and we buy things and we have no idea where they're coming from. We have no idea who the people are. And if you like somebody on a certain platform, you like the things they sell, chances are you may like that person as a, an individual person. It'd be cool to be able to kind of connect with them and form a sort of a, a bond or a friendship like over social media like that. So it's kind of cool that they do that. But for me, I don't really enjoy having to go through all the different things that sometimes you that go along with that where you're actually, you know, promoting items and offering, uh, sending offers to people and, you know, trying to connect with your followers. It, it's great for social media, but when it comes to reselling, I typically don't jive with it too well, just because I think that, you know, I'm super busy and I don't have time for it. In all reality, if you make the time for it, you'll probably do really well on Poshmark. So for me, I sell on Poshmark. I have probably about a hundred items listed. I don't make a whole ton of sales on Poshmark, but I do know a lot of people that do a lot of sales on Poshmark and they do really well with it. It's definitely a platform that you can move and and move uh, clothing and stuff on pretty well. And I know people that go to thrift stores and go to different garage sales and go to the outlets and all these different places where you can get clothes much cheaper than you could at retail or much cheaper than you would just, you know, any other way and they do really well with Poshmark. So it's definitely a good way to make money. And if clothing and stylish clothing is your kind of thing and you enjoy fashion, then I think Poshmark would definitely be a good place to start for you. But uh, I'll just get right into it. So one of the things about Poshmark is the fees. So the fees are different than eBay and Mercari because it's 20% and that's a flat rate from Poshmark, which is steep compared to Mercari and eBay. And you're probably thinking, well, Mercari only takes 10%, eBay takes 10%, and then I lose 3% to PayPal. So why is this so expensive to sell on Poshmark? And part of the reason is you're never paying for shipping unless your package is over five pounds, which is nice. So they charge the buyer a flat rate for shipping, which I think is somewhere between six and $8. I haven't checked in a while, but because I don't buy on there, I just sell. But um, they charge the buyer a flat rate and you're not paying any of it unless you choose to do so when you make an offer to a buyer or something like that. But that's kind of the reasoning behind it. And when you actually do the cost and stuff like that, it may be slightly, maybe a percentage or two higher than eBay costs would be, but it's not too bad. And the one thing to keep in mind is if you're making sales anywhere and you're making money, that's money that you have in your pocket that you didn't have before. And oftentimes we kind of get caught up in well, I can make more money on this on eBay or more money on this on Mercari or I could maybe get a better offer on this platform or wait out and get a better offer there or this, that or the other thing. But, you know, that offer may not come for a very long time. It could be months before you get an offer on that item again. And it's easy to kind of get caught up and be like, oh, I just want to I want to make a, a better deal for myself. But you may be waiting a while for that. So Poshmark. Um, that's why I think you should sell on Poshmark because there's some things on there that you can sell that you wouldn't sell anywhere else like any platform and it usually has a, a bit of a a bit of a you can upcharge a little bit on Poshmark depending on what your item is because people are willing to spend a little bit more on there uh, it's more like a boutique kind of feel 
So people would spend a little bit more at a boutique than they would at a regular store. I think, I don't know, I don't go to boutiques, but um, that's kind of what I've gathered is that the, the feel on Poshmark is that it is super, you know, you're getting something that's uh, more fashionable and so people are willing to pay up for it. So that kind of offsets the, the costs of selling on there and I think it's a good platform to get, definitely get started on and try out. Now the differences continue because you have followers and you're following people and the way to get followers is to follow other people. So you want to follow people as soon as you get on the Poshmark. Like when I, it's a little bit different than on Instagram because on Instagram you'd want to build a following, you know, organically where you're trying to gain people that are actual followers and not just doing the whole follow for follow thing. Um, you know, that's, that's not what you would want to do there, but on Poshmark, it doesn't matter. You're not trying to create a, a brand on Poshmark like you would on Instagram. You're still creating a seller brand, but the best way to get people to follow you is just following them on Poshmark and you can't like post anything. So you're not really making, it's not bizarre to just follow for follow on Poshmark. That's kind of the game. And so you share items each day and that means that there is a little button on each listing that you have that looks like the retweet button on Twitter and you just click it and it says share to followers. So that puts your item in their feed. Everybody has a feed on Poshmark which is on their main page. So like you have on Instagram, like you have on Facebook, there's your main feed that you scroll through. And Poshmark's the same way except you're not looking at posts, you're looking at things people are selling. So every time you share an item it pops up in your followers feed somewhere. I don't. They probably have an algorithm I would imagine that it determines whether or not the follower actually tries to look at your items daily and stuff like that and then bumps it up based on that but for the most part it bumps it puts the item in their feed so you put the item you share the item now it's in their feed they see it they like it they buy it that's kind of the whole game so with sharing you want to share three times a day so three to four times a day some people say more some people say less but i typically do three and the times that I've kind of settled on have been 7 to 8 a.m. and then either 2 p.m. or 4 p.m. and then sometime late at night whether that be 9 p.m. and these are all eastern time but 9 p.m. or sometimes super late because all the time when you're selling stuff you're gonna have somebody that's up you know very late and even if you're selling it and you share it at like 1 in the morning eastern time there's always people on the Pacific Coast that are still up and it's relatively a normal time that they would still be up anyways so that's something that you want to do and you want to get that sharing down consistently because that's the biggest way you'll get sales. The other thing you want to do is share other people's posts and this is something that I forgot to talk about in the episode that I recorded that didn't actually get saved to my computer. So I'm kind of happy that that got deleted because this is a huge thing. You want to share other people's posts because then they do the whole, they kind of reciprocate that and will share your posts. And so you want to find people that have a lot of followers, you share their posts, you go through, maybe you share five or six items of theirs, and then they will come into your store and share items of yours. And that's a good way to kind of get people to follow you. That's a good way to get other people to follow you that are their followers. And that's a good way to get other people to see your item that you wouldn't normally get to see your item. So it's kind of a 
game with Poshmark where you're following people and sharing your own posts and sharing their posts and kind of getting your items and their items out there and it's a whole it's a whole thing and sometimes people get a little bit overwhelmed by it and they're they don't have time for it and stuff and that's kind of where I settle with it I share as often as I can but I just know for myself I don't sell a whole ton of used or new clothing I do stuff from Marshalls and stuff from TJ Maxx and things like that but it's not a major part of my business that if I wasn't allowed to sell a t-shirts or hoodies anymore I would really lose sleep over it so Poshmark isn't really the best place for me to sell but like I said if you want to do clothing Poshmark's a great place to start and so after you do your sharing after you follow people um, there are the listings that we'll touch on those real quick because I think those are a huge part of Poshmark which is why I like one of the things I like most about Poshmark is their listings. So their listing I mentioned before is one of the easiest ways to list an item that there is. I don't think that there's a quicker way that I can see from another platform other than maybe Amazon that you can list an item and get it up on a platform to sell than Poshmark. I mean, it's one of the quickest ways. So what I do is I take my phone, I take pictures of whatever piece of clothing or coffee mug or whatever I'm trying to sell and then I list it on Poshmark and I'll take my phone take the pictures I then put them in Dropbox and I have Dropbox synced with my computer so it automatically puts the photos on my computer whenever I take the pictures with my phone and I think if you have a Mac like I have a PC but if you have a Mac it does a similar thing with iCloud but on my computer it has all of the photos in Dropbox and then I go on Poshmark on the desktop site and I just drag and drop the photos onto the listing. I type out a title, I type out a description, I pick the colors, I pick the brand, I pick the size, and you're done. And there's not really much else to it other than that. You put in a title with some good keywords. I think you have about 50 characters you can use in a title. And so you'll put, you know, the same way I would structure an eBay listing, I structure them on Poshmark. I type what the brand is, the item type, the item, uh, like model the size whether it's men's or women's and the color and then I, after I finish that there's not really much else to type usually I'll put new or used I, I won't put used if it's used but I'll put new if it's new because people will search for that but you can do different things with Poshmark and it's not really frowned upon to use emojis or stuff like that so you can throw emojis in your title if you want to use the new emoji to save yourself a character because emojis count for two characters so that would be a good way to kind of go about that. But uh, titling is pretty simple and then descriptions are really easy as well. You just kind of type out a quick description. I use a standard description for all of my stuff on Poshmark and then I'll just put in different sizes uh, and replace you know, size small with the size medium if I'm selling a different size. But I use the same basic template and then that helps me list a lot faster than it would if I didn't use that. So then after the description, you have the color, you have the size, you have the brand, you have the category of item that, it, that you're listing under, and then you have whether it's new or used, whether it goes in your boutique or not, which just means I, I usually never, I've never clicked that before because there's no reason to. But um, the boutique is kind of like if you're authorized to sell new items, I'm pretty sure that's what it means. So 
if you reached out to Nike and asked them if you could wholesale items and stuff like that, then it would be a boutique. If you're just buying something at Marshalls and selling it on Poshmark, it's not a boutique item. But so there's your boutique and then you just hit list and it's good to go. You can put some stuff in the at the bottom if you have like a model product number or a seller SKU or all that kind of stuff. So it's not really that difficult. Poshmark's a pretty easy platform to get a hold of. I enjoy it a good bit just because it's super simple to use and um, you know it it doesn't take me too long to list stuff, which I like. So, but I don't use it as much as other people do, and I think that's kind of something that I want to move into a little bit more. If I start doing more clothing and things like that, I do want to use Poshmark a little bit more just because you can fetch a bit of a higher price on there, which helps offset that higher selling percentage that they take. But I'm wrapping this up right now because I'm going to get to my first store and I got a bunch of stores I got to hit today. It was kind of a short podcast, um, but it's basically, that's the gist of Poshmark. There's not a whole ton that needs to be explained with it. It's, it's pretty self-explanatory. If you understand the followers, the sharing, and the follow for follow type of thing that happens there, you can pretty much start yourself on Poshmark and, and get yourself oriented in the right direction, kind of get selling on there pretty quickly. So I think that's good. I think I'm going to let you guys go and I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Peace.